What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stay Focused Podcast, where the goal is to keep you focused on becoming the best you while staying in faith. I'm your host, Austin G. Morgan, and let me tell you, it is an absolute pleasure to be in your presence once again for another week to keep you inspired and motivated towards your goals, dreams, aspirations, and that life you're truly trying to manifest. Listen, family, fly like an eagle, not run like a chicken. All right. So I want you to really incorporate uh, that phrase and really uh, identify with the characteristics of flying like an eagle instead of running like a chicken. Today's episode, I'm discussing eagle vision. So what exactly comes with eagle vision? Well, visions alone allow you to have the right perspective of a thing or a situation in order for you to grow. So when you have the right vision, um, you have a better understanding, you have better knowledge. Uh, In the word, it declares that uh, where there is no vision, the people will perish, right? So vision is extremely important. And vision deals with your sight naturally and spiritually. So what I just pretty much told you was from a spiritual aspect. Now, obviously, from a natural perspective, vision has to do with being able to just see. And so when you you're utilizing your vision from a spiritual perspective, that's tapping into that faith or acting on what you've heard from God. You're able to incorporate more wisdom, knowledge, understanding, understanding, discernment and revelation from the vision that you have. So having the right perspective of a thing or a situation allows your vision or your level of understanding and being able to see through faith to grow, right? So this is why I want to bring up the characteristics of flying like an eagle and like the difference between an eagle and like a chicken, okay? So I would say the biggest difference that I've noticed between chickens and eagles is simply how they think. So one thing that God declares in this word is that that we are to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. If we can get our thinking to change, our whole lives will change for the better. The difference between someone that's poor and someone that's rich is the way they think, the way their minds operate when it comes to just life in general, from a business, career, personal and professional level. Okay, so a couple of characteristics between like chickens and eagles. So chickens walk, but eagles fly and soar. Now you want to reach that higher altitude. It not only requires you to have the right attitude for it, but you have to take your mind to a place or allow your mind to go to a place that you can actually see yourself flying and soaring like that of an eagle instead of just being on the ground like a chicken. So think of it this way. Look at how society has evolved within the past 100 to 200 years when it comes to mobility. So we went from walking to like carriage rides and into cars, you know, horses. Um, and now we're at a place where we're flying to a, to a destination. If we want to get to an island or if we want to get to a state, Let's say we're going down south and it usually by car takes us maybe 10 to 12 hours. We can get there by flight within two to three hours. So it minimizes the amount of time spent 
traveling to get to the destination that you're trying to get to. And I wholeheartedly believe that that is what God's per one of God's purposes is for us to be um, prosperous enough to be able to not only have a great life, but to also be able to enjoy life to the absolute expectation that he has for us. So flying and soaring is, is so much better than walking, if you ask me. And to be honest, I've never flown, but I am really excited to start flying uh, because I just know that the the blessing that comes with flying and being able to see God in that element, be able to see how a plane can just take off and go to such a high altitude and be able to sometimes get past the clouds. I'm excited to be able to experience that for myself for the first time and for the rest of my life, honestly. The things that you can see on the ground are completely different from the things that you can see in the sky. They always say the sky is the limit. Well, when you're on a plane, you can actually touch the sky or you can actually reach the sky quicker than you would be able to if you were walking or on the ground. So my goal with saying that or my point in saying that is to not limit yourself. Seek to fly and soar, not just walk. Another thing, chickens usually travel in packs. Eagles stand alone. When God is dealing with you on you becoming a better individual on all aspects of your life, it's never done in a group setting, right? It's, it's never done in a group setting. Um, if it is, then everyone around you has to be like-minded. But I also believe that Every individual that you're in that situation, uh, everyone that you're in that arena with is all going through a different challenge individually. And that 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 brings me to a point where I where I want to just highlight that everyone can't go to your next level with you on your journey. So this is your journey. And I've been telling you guys for quite a few episodes now to really trust your process and uh, while you're staying focused and just not rush into anything, just really enjoy your process because it's in your process and in your experiences and your trials and tribulations that you learn to grow um, and, and are a lot more humble and grateful to when you get to your desired destination. Okay, so don't be afraid to stand alone like that of an eagle, because I'm going to tell you. Chickens follow each other around, eagles lead. A lot of us want to be leaders, but find ourselves being followers. How does that happen? You have to really ask yourself how you ended up becoming a follower rather than a leader. Some people are not meant to become true leaders because true leadership comes with true responsibility and true power. And you have to be able to utilize that to the best of your ability. And you really need wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and discernment to be able to identify how to operate and how to navigate through life. Again, chickens follow each other around, eagles lead. So even if you are a leader, make sure that when you're in a process to follow, that you're following a leader. So that way 
you can one day become the leader that can have people following them. So it's, you want to just continue that cycle of leaders following leaders. Because if leaders are following leaders, then that means that leaders will get to the destination that they need to get to. You can't be blind out here um, trying to navigate through life or you're going to you and your following are going to end up in a ditch somewhere. Another thing I want to bring up. Chickens are more codependent or dependent, if you will, while eagles are self-sustaining and self-sufficient. This relates to the promises of God. Right. So God declared that. Uh, he would be the head and not the tail above only, not beneath, that he only wants us to lend and not borrow. Well, in order to be able to get to that, we have to desire, we have to identify and realize what characteristics are needed to become self-sustaining and self-sufficient. So we need the characteristics, characteristics of that like an eagle instead of a chicken. When you think of the the stereotypes or the the connotations that are associated with being a chicken is like being scary, afraid, not really knowing or not being able to uh, stand in a fight, that type of thing. You know, oh, you know, you're a chicken and then they do the, the bark bark and all of that stuff and everything. When it comes to an eagle, it's different. You know, I've never personally seen an eagle back down from a fight, even in like a video. Um, they are like hunters and like predators. They, they go after what they want. They are technically ambitious and go-getters. And I'm sure most leaders are ambitious and go-getters and leaders, um, allow other leaders to be able to follow them. So it's just really important to know that these characteristics are, uh, essential to your growth. Right. Another thing I want to bring up is just on Eagle Vision alone, acquiring Eagle Vision is a process in itself. So think of it this way. Think of a caterpillar going through the process of becoming a butterfly. A caterpillar doesn't just they, they I'm sure they think about becoming a butterfly, but they don't really too much worry about it because it's already in them that they're going to become a butterfly. Same with like a boy into a man or a girl into a lady or to a woman. The characteristics that you learn and um, build and establish on over time and those characteristics that God instills in you and some of those characteristics that you don't need that he takes out of you allow you to become more of a man or a woman from a boy to a girl, you know, coming from a boy and a girl is what I went to say. And so with a caterpillar, you go from the process of, you know, it being a caterpillar where it's crawling, a cocoon where it's it's separated and it's kind of going through a process where it's being shaped and molded. And then once it breaks out of that shell, it comes out a butterfly. Now, the significance with the caterpillar to the butterfly are the same significance when it comes to a chicken and an eagle. Chicken and caterpillars, you know, they walk or crawl, if you will. Butterflies fly. 
eagles fly and they soar. So it's the same with us as humans. You know, we have to get our minds to a place or allow our minds to go to a place where we can think on these things and our minds be transformed by the renewing of our minds, by the word of God, to be able to reach the altitude of the desired destinations that we want for the life that we're truly trying to manifest. Okay. So it's extremely important to be able to have this ego vision. And one other thing that I want to point out as well, a little bit more about me, quick, quick note. I love video games. I've been playing video games since I was like four years old. Um, it's something that, that I've always enjoyed doing. Do I do it as much as I used to? Not exactly, because I actually have other obligations and responsibilities. However, when I play a video game, it it's really peaceful for me. It's calming. It's like sort of like meditation, if you will, like another form of meditation and re relaxation. And so one thing I want to point out is that one, like some video games actually help you with like decision making because you have to make when you're playing certain video games, you have to make decisions relatively quick and you have to really think on what decision is best, especially with the games that they have coming out with now, these these next generation video games. You know, some of them may be violent. I give you that. But uh, some of the games really allow your mind to think from a process of making a decision and making decisions are extremely important if you really want a better life. But you have to make the right decision. You have to make the best decision. And so what I want to bring up is that one of my favorite series of games to play since I've been playing video games recently is the Assassin's Creed series. And so um, it's initially it was about a guy who goes back into his lineage and access certain memories and he like learns certain skills and these skills that he learns are then applied to his actual life. So um, a lot of things that they do in there like parkour and free running and you guys don't know what that is. So that's pretty much being able to uh, get around a certain obstacle in a very unique way. But the thing that I really want to point out is that one of the things that they actually incorporated in this game is Eagle Vision. And with Eagle Vision in this game, it allowed you to be able to see things that you couldn't normally see. Almost if, almost as if you were tapping to the spiritual realm more than the natural realm. So in the game, like if you were stuck in an area and you couldn't, you don't really know exactly where you need to go or if you need to find a clue, you can tap into your ego vision or in like reality's case, your faith and allow God to be able to show you something that you couldn't normally see. And so I just wanted to point that out really quick because I just found that to be really amazing that um, the perspective of, of Eagle Vision is really profound, if you will. And so I just want to also highlight a couple of tips on how you can better acquire Eagle Vision, which is essentially mirroring your faith. So number one, pray and read daily. Okay, so when you pray and read daily, and I mean pray and read your Bible daily, you meditate on it day and night, or think on it day and night, it allows you to set the proper foundation needed in knowledge and wisdom and understanding. 
Okay, so if you can have the thoughts of God and the ways of God, because our thoughts are not of his and our ways are not initially of his, but we're learning and we're trying our best to get to that, then we can have the same access that God has when it comes to prosperity and just eternal life. And that should be everyone's end game. I know it's not everyone's end game, but it should be because God only wants the best for us. Like I told you last week, your best days are literally ahead ahead of you. So you got to stay focused. You got to be able to incorporate the things that you want and need out of life so that you can get to the desired destination that you're really trying to get to. Whatever that may be, everyone is different. So whatever destination you're striving to get to, I believe that you can get there. But there are some characteristics that have to come out of you. And there are some characteristics that have to be put in you. Eagle vision. Number two, cut off everything that's a distraction for a period of time. I've seen uh, on social media, there is a post that I shared uh, right before I jumped off social media for a minute. And it was six months of hardcore uh, dedication and like consistency and time will put you five years ahead of life, ahead in life. And the way I think about that is really you're just simply cutting off all of your distractions. And now you just have tunnel vision. You have laser sharp focus and you're cutting off all of your distractions because you know that the place that you're going to is a lot better than the place that you're currently at or the place that you've been. And so when you're trying to get to that certain level, it takes a certain amount of discipline, again, consistency and efficiency and determination and perseverance as well. You know, you don't want to give up on your goals just because things are not going the way that they that you plan them to. But one of the things that can help with that, again, is cutting off everything that is a distraction for a period of time, whether it be one month, three months, six months, a year, two years, however long it takes for you to cut off those distractions. Uh, just for that period of time, it will help you in the long run. I guarantee it. Number three, become a servant and learn, learn, learn. Listen, when I mean becoming a servant, I mean becoming a servant of the Lord. When you become a servant of the Lord and just a servant in general in life, it helps you with character building and the amount of humility that you possess over time. I told you guys once before that you don't want to ever think too highly of yourself, but you want to make sure that you're confident enough to where you can remain humble and still take care of what you need to take care of. And so there is always a certain stigma that's attached to becoming a servant, like, you know, like you're less than you're lower than and all of this stuff. But I'm going to share something with you that a lot of you maybe didn't know. A lot of God's promises are attached to those that are servants. I'm going to say that one more time. A lot of the promises of God are attached to becoming a servant. When I became a servant in November of 2017, my life continued to change for the better. Again, my life with God has, has been so much better than my life without him. Have I went through challenges and have I went through obstacles and faced trials and tribulations? Absolutely. But God's grace is sufficient in my infirmities and weaknesses. He allows me to keep going. And he's the reason why I can continue to persevere 
towards my goals and my dreams and my aspirations and that life that I'm truly trying to manifest. Okay, so these things are essential. Learn, 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 like be coachable. I mention it all the time because it's it's so interesting to just be able to have um, a learning mentality because it helps with your humility. This past week, I was just talking to the guy that I work with uh, uh, in, in regards to photography, and he was just, you know, telling me and highlighting to me that, you know, he really is appreciative of what I do, and he can tell that I really care for what it is that I'm trying to do. And I said, "Yeah, man, like, you know, I'm, I'm only as good as the people that are around me, or you are only as good as the people that you have around you. You know, it takes a village, but you need to make sure that." The things that you are um, trying to attain, that you have people around you that have those same type of goals. It may not be in same arenas or industries, but we all have the same goal. It's the to get to that eternal life, be able to and be able to be prosperous in this life as well. We want to set up the generational wealth, but we can have some riches while we're here too, and that's really how you establish a generational wealth when you are able to accumulate and acquire so many riches to where you can actually acquire, start to acquire and set up the foundation for generational wealth. That's how we win as a society, as I mentioned before. Number four, get out of group thinking. Let me tell you something. You and God are enough. Okay. You and God are enough. Get out of group thinking. If you ever look back on your life, you have never really truly been blessed by God until you are by yourself with God. Because think about this. When you're in a group setting or group thinking, you tend to acquire or accumulate um, group perspectives. So, you know, that statement where birds of a feather, birds of a feather flock together. It's kind of the same thing with the group thinking. You know, if you're surrounding yourself around people who are go-getters and ambitious and you're not really the type to do that, I'm pretty sure that group of people will either do one or two things. Either they will get you out of their circle because you're really not doing anything or they will hold you accountable so that you can become greater. You just got to ask yourself, which one do you want to which one do you want to do? Do you want to fly like an eagle or do you want to run like a chicken? Again, you and God are enough. Okay, God adds his super to your natural to provide a supernatural manifestation in your life. The goal is to always to not necessarily work as hard as you think, like you want to put in some work, you want to grind, you want to hustle. But some things God is just going to bless you with if you have that much faith and belief in him, because he has the super to your natural. And if he can knock that out for you and he can take care of that for you, I promise you, your life will become better over time. Number five, learn to listen more than you speak. Listen, this helps not only with your understanding, but it's a faith builder as well. I mentioned a few episodes back. It amazes me that God gave us two ears and one mouth. That means he literally wants us to listen more than we talk. And then I made a joke and said that some of y'all are probably talking right now as I speak. Go ahead and shut up. Be quiet. Because what I'm telling you right now is beneficial to your life. 
learn to listen more than you speak. When you do that, it allows you to be able to get to a place that you never thought you'd be able to get to. Because not only are you observing, but you're absorbing as well. You are taking in all of that information. Excuse me. You're taking in all of that information like that of a sponge. A sponge, absor- a sponge absorbs everything that is in that uh, arena, the good and the bad. And then they get rid of the bad and then they keep the good within them. It's the same thing with God's principles. Okay, you want to absorb everything that he has. But in the meantime, God is getting some bad behaviors, bad habits, bad experiences, trauma, and your past out of that. Because, again, your best days are ahead of you. So when you learn to listen more than you speak, you can really activate your faith. Again, faith is acting on what you've heard from God. You can't listen unless you're hearing. But if you're talking, you can't hear, which means you can't access or activate your faith to the highest level that it needs to be activated. The last tip that I have for you, and this is a bonus one that I got from my pastor over this past week. I thought what he what he said regarding this was really important. Separation, isolation, incarceration, maturation, and elevation. So these are essentially like five steps that you take um, when you essentially get out of group thinking. So what it is that, you know, God has the ability to separate you in order for him to, in order for you to really hear from God, he'll separate you from the area that you're in. Uh, It could be from work, school, um, home life, whatever, whatever you have that's pressuring you, he can separate you from that. And then what he does is he isolates you. When he isolates you, that means that you are in your thoughts And technically, because our thoughts are not of God's and our ways are not of God, it allows God to be able to reprove, correct and instruct you and be able to teach you on his principles and his promises that he's given to his people. Incarceration. Now, I want to make sure that you understand that when I say incarceration, I'm actually coming from a solid place because I understand I know for a fact that incarceration has a strong negative um stigma attached to it. But the type of incarceration that I'm talking about, uh, I have the definition here. It says the act of imprisoning someone or the state of being in prison. You don't necessarily have to be literally in physical jail, but you can like separate and be isolated to just your room or just to a room or to to the degree where you can really uh, learn more of God and what it is that you're trying to get to, like your goals and all of that stuff. So what I'm saying is incarceration from the aspect and the perspective of learning more of who you are. Like, you know how some people, uh, there have been cases where people have went to jail and they come out a lot smarter and more uh, determined and more ambitious than they ever were is because like the incarceration that they faced and the injustice and all that stuff really changed them. And depending on how you look at whether the glass being half full or half empty, it can change you for the better or for the worse. So you have separation, isolation, and incarceration. Then you have maturation. So in the process of the separation, isolation, incarceration is when God can and when you can be matured. It's when you can be justified or made right 
as the scripture declares. And then elevation. Once all of those bad things are out of you and then once you um, are really starting to acquire more of the eagle vision, then that's when God can truly elevate you. And so, like I said, those were the bonus ones that I had were separation, isolation, incarceration, maturation, elevation. And I believe that after further um, hearing and really understanding what each one of those means from an aspect, it actually brings uh, the testimonial time that I want to bring up to you guys today. So I just want to briefly discuss how this whole quarantine pandemic that we've been experiencing these past few months has Bless me specifically so far, according to what I just told you. Maybe like six to nine months ago, I was in a very, very bad place mentally. Um, I almost lost myself, for lack of a better term. And I'm grateful to God and to my family and to my lady that they uh, stayed in the fight with me. And, you know, to uh, some of my friends and even loved ones who stayed in the fight with me and encouraged me along the way because, you know, I just want to say you guys are truly appreciated. You guys know exactly who you are. Know that I love you with everything in me. And I really mean that. Going from there to the place where I'm at now, I literally went through those five steps that my pastor um, exercised like last week when he was discussing the word. I separated myself from a lot of things that were not conducive to the lifestyle that I was trying to build or to the habits that I was trying to um, gain. And I was trying to get away from bad behaviors that I had incorporated into my life uh, without me even knowing. It just kind of happened subliminally. Uh, once I, once God like allowed me to be separated, I was then isolated. So I was in my thoughts. I was in my, um, I was be, I was able to really find out what was going on with me. And one of the things that helped me with the isolation and even the incarceration portion was that I literally just stayed in my room and I really didn't go anywhere for a period of time because I just didn't have the energy or the social ability to be able to go anywhere to do anything. And so I found myself, um, you know, really like getting into the word more, reading my Bible verses of the day and really having people to pray over me, praying for myself and doing things again that made me happy, that brought joy to my life. Once those things started to slowly manifest, it brought about a sense of maturity in me from a spiritual, uh, financial, emotional, mental, and physical level. So I am now working out uh, a lot more like I used to uh, in days gone by. My finances have increased just because I've learned more on the discipline, consistency, and efficiency of uh, not only being a servant, but being faithful over a few things so that God can make me rule over much by the way that's Bible. And that, like I said, as it ties from a spiritual aspect, from an emotional aspect, um, I have more control over my emotions. I'm not all over the place or sporadic. I'm actually in a really good spot. And the goal is to stay there. And now I'm finally getting to a place where God can truly elevate me because I took the time out and he allowed me to take the time out because it wasn't just me doing this. 
He strategically placed certain people in my life so that they can help me whenever I am down. Like I said, it takes a village to really become a true leader. You want to make sure that when you become that true leader, that you look out for those who looked out for you and who who allowed you to be able to grow in your own timing and in God's timing. But God is allowing me to be able to elevate to a place that I never like imagined. And the fact that it's happened and over the course of like maybe three to six months, this was really mind blowing to me. And it just really allows me to go back to the point where when I said that you and God are enough, how God can add your his super to your natural and it can uh, bring about or manifest a supernatural manifestation like I'm a, I'm a living and walking miracle to that. These past few months lately have been absolutely amazing compared to um, the end of last year going into the beginning of this year right as the pandemic was starting. So that's why I always tell you that how you see a thing and when you actually acquire ego vision or thinking on a higher level and being able to fly, you know, and being able to have your mind to ascend to a higher height in God and in your faith, it allows you to see the glass as half full versus half empty. What I really just wanted to do for this testimonial time is just to really highlight how God can bless you in the midst of a mess that's going on in the world. God has literally blessed me in the midst of this quarantine pandemic, and I've actually come out a lot stronger than I ever than I ever imagined. And so I encourage you guys to really do the exact same thing. And just like that, that has been another episode of the Stay Focused Podcast. I truly, truly appreciate you guys for allowing me to be able to voice this. Um, this is probably going to be my favorite episode so far because I believe that this one is going to bless quite a few of you. At least that is my hope and my intention. Like I always tell you, if I can just bless one life per episode, then I know for a fact that my podcast and the platform that I'm utilizing is doing some type of justice. And so I'm hoping that you guys will really hear me when I tell you these things, not only, not only on this episode, but in episodes um, that have passed and the episodes that are to come. Because it's simply just my experiences, and I believe that God has uh, strategically placed me on this platform to be able to share and to be able to help those who are in need of some motivation, some encouragement, some education, um, and some uh, inspiration. Uh, you can follow me on my social media platforms. On Facebook, that is Austin G. Morgan. And on Instagram, it's underscore Austin G. Morgan. I have a motivational quote for this week by, another, by none other than Dr. Eric Thomas or E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher, as a lot of people know him. And this particular um, quote or thing that he said resonated in me so tough that I just had to share with you. And I've known about this for years, but I still think on it as often as I can. So E.T. said, pain is temporary. It can last for a minute, an hour, or a day, or even a year, but eventually it will subside. If I quit, however, it'll last forever. The reason why I felt that that was really important to share for this particular episode is because when you're trying to acquire that eagle vision for your life, you want to make sure that 
you don't give up whatsoever. You stay in the fight because God has the ability to turn your mess into your messages, your test into your testimonies, trials and tribulations into your glory. Your story will become your glory, but you have to start seeing things from the right perspective. And again, that's something that happens when you're at when you're at Eagle Vision. Again, like I just told you earlier in the episode, the difference between someone that is poor and someone that is rich is the way that they think, their mindset. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. That is a true statement. It is a terrible thing to waste. The mind is so powerful and the abilities that it's and the capabilities that it's able to do a thing is phenomenal. So while that pain may be like it may seem like it's really hurting and really um, t- tough and challenging right now. You want to make sure that you don't quit because, again, pain is only temporary, but eventually it will subside. But if you quit, it will last forever. And just like that, guys, that has been another another episode of the Stay Focused podcast, where the goal is to keep you focused on becoming the best you while staying in faith. Again, I'm your host, Austin G. Morgan. Be blessed. Be encouraged. Fly like the eagle. I know you are. And most importantly, stay focused. I'll talk to you guys next week.